Welcome to episode 102 of the TDR Now podcast, the first English-speaking podcast focusing on the Disney parks in Asia, including Tokyo Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, and Shanghai Disneyland. And we are coming to you directly from Japan. You can find us at tdrexplorer.com, on Twitter, and on Instagram at tdrexplorer, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash tdrexplorer. I'm one of your hosts, Patricia, the official photographer for TDR Explorer. And you can find me on Twitter at Dream Sweets Love and on Instagram under the same name. And I'm getting ready for my birthday. Oh, it's your birthday so soon. I know. <laughs> oh, that's exciting. I love that. I got my birthday <laughs> sticker from Disney Sea. Already? I did. Oh, my God. Okay, so I have a funny story. So I'll talk about it in In the Parks. But um, uh, you might be hearing another voice right now. And that is our other brilliant host, Chris. Yay. Yay. I'm here. You're back. (laughs) I'm back. I'm back from Hong Kong. And we're going to be talking all about that. But, yes, I am your other host, Chris, the chief content editor for TDR Explorer. And... When I'm not going to Hong Kong, um, I am eating all the seasonal offerings at, well, you know, Hong Kong, but also Tokyo and hopefully Shanghai very soon as well. Uh, you can find me on my personal Twitter at ExploreNelgay, and that is Explore, N-I-L-G-H-E, and also on Instagram under the same name. All right. Well, we have a couple house cleaning things before we get to the show first patreon thank you so much to everyone who supports us on patreon you guys are awesome and we do have another bonus episode coming your way very soon and if you want access to these awesome once a month bonus episodes you could do so by going to patreon.com slash tdr now And if you pledge $15 or more, you get instant access to all our bonus episodes. So you get access to our new ones, but also all our previous ones as well. And we have quite a few already on there. And they're uncensored. And yeah, they're uncensored. And (laughs) we also, we have a couple of drinks as well. And Oh my God, uh, Chris. We talk, what? Right now, I just thought of what we can do for the bonus episode. (gasps) What's that? Okay, speaking of drinking. We can do like mm-hmm. a drinking game. Oh, jeez. Oh, okay. Can... <laughs> this sounds dangerous, but okay, I'm down. I'm down for that. Because I saw about Disney World, the Never Have I Ever game, mm-hmm. and we can do it for TDR. <gasps> Let's, oh, oh my goodness. Okay, yes. That is going to be our next bonus episode. Let's Woo-hoo! do that. Okay. <laughs> All right. So if you want to get access to our bonus episodes, head on over to patreon.com slash TDR now, and I'll also put a link in the show notes for you. All right, so what are we talking about? Uh, okay, so we got our crowd forecast. We've got the news, a little bit of news. We've got in the parks, a little bit. No, okay, well, you, mm, but that's the main topic. Okay, so a little bit of in the parks, and then our main topic, which is ha- Halloween time at Hong Kong Disneyland, which looks amazing. And you met up with a fellow explorer who is super awesome, who we've met before at Tokyo Disney Resort. So I want to hear about your adventures with her. Um, We have our park tip, our listener question, and um, some more early Disney memories. (gasps) We have a jam-packed 
episode. I know. <laughs> Can we fit this all in the time? We will see. We will. We will. Um, well, news. Um, we have a little bit of news. Um, the Tokyo Disney Resort, um, they released the information for the 35th anniversaries. Um, well, more information, I should say. And also their schedule for the fiscal 2018 year. Um, so we now know the name of the brand new parade that will be debuting on April 15th, 2018, which is also the starting of the, what is it called? The Happiest Celebration, which is the 35th anniversary. Uh, the parade is called Dreaming Up. I want Dreaming like a random up. name generator. Dreaming Up <laughs> Magic, Magical Celebration Party, Fiesta Celebration. It's just like random words thrown together. <laughs> kind of seems like it, especially after our 30th anniversary parade, Happiness is Here. Right? <laughs> which sounded very, you know, very well thought out. This seems a little, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I'm I'm, I'm confident that the parade will be very good. Um, with the um, artwork that they released, it, it it almost looks a little similar to the 15th anniversary of Disney Sea, a little bit in terms of like, it looks like there's a ship. It's really similar. In, yeah, in and they have ways. like they have a they have like a uh, a Pegasus. I like the Pegasus. On the ship. Okay, yeah, I'm kind yeah. of excited so, about this Pegasus. So we shall see how it goes. Um, so yeah, it's called Dreaming Up, and then also on the same day, April fifteenth, um, we finally are going to see It's a Small World reopening. I'm really so happy nice. about that. Yeah, it's good to have it back. Yeah, and it's going to be offering fast pass. <laughs> okay, Disney. <laughs> it doesn't um, need it, but it, all right. <laughs> it's probably for the first few months or like maybe month or something, mm-hmm. it, it's going to be busy. So I guess it'll be kind of nice to have that just to offset a little bit. It's like because you know, once something new, bad or something. You know what I mean? Like maybe a Christmas <laughs> yeah. time, but like not. You know? Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. So they're going to add characters um, from Frozen, Alice in Wonderland, Cinderella, Peter Pan, Tangled, Mulan, Aladdin, and The Lion King. Oh, and I forgot to mention um, some of the characters are going to show up in the Dreaming Up parade. Um, There's going to be characters and images. So they don't necessarily, they're not specific here, but Mm -hmm. characters and images from Fantasia, Beauty and the Beast, Peter Pan, Big Hero 6, and more. Hmm. So images from uh, is interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, don't know what that means, but we'll see. Um, and then so also starting on April fifteenth until March twenty fifth, um, there's a special thirty fifth anniversary greeting on the harbor at Tokyo Disney Sea. Um, they love doing those greetings <laughs> where they zip around on a ship. I really hope they they make a new ship instead of giving us the tenth anniversary one again. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see, I guess. Um, Also, there's going to be a new nighttime projection show starting on July 10th, 2018, called Celebrate Tokyo Disneyland. I wish they would celebrate Tokyo Disneyland. You can do better than this, Disney. (laughs) This is a really bare anniversary. Um, And then... Um, this is all July 10th, by the way. Um, then we're going to have a new show that is the replacement for Mini O Mini that is ending in March. 
Um, so that's good that we know that there's a replacement going in there and not just going to sit there empty. Um, and then also, um, another, another new show will debut to replace the current show steps to shine, which is a, a temporary show at Disney C. I'm interested in and the then, Disney C show. I'm interested in both these shows. These both are. I hope they're good because I've been meaning to write a review on this, but I am not a fan of steps to shine. Man, Chris, I can't even be bothered to go watch it. I watched it like it's um, like I would normally like if this was a per- if steps to shine was a permanent show, I'd be pretty upset. I'm like, really? You got rid of a table's waiting for this. But since it's going it's away, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, OK, I can live with it. But I watched it once. I'm like, I'm good. Like the characters are like the characters are cute and their outfits are cute. And all the cast members in that show do a fantastic job. It's just the music just doesn't grab me and it just it i don't know it just felt like it was just a thing to sell merchandise which you know of course that's what most of the things are for but that's what it just really felt like it didn't it didn't really have that that i don't know that oomph that a table is waiting had Mm -hmm. but we shall see what uh show shows up there um and then just like um other anniversaries they're gonna have a grand finale which is this is way in the future this is july 11th 2019 mm-hmm. to march 25th 2019 where they have the the grand finale oh my. so um <laughs> they 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 haven't said exactly what it is but you know they'll add like i'm sure they'll probably change some of the costumes and stuff and you know merchandise, merchandise. and maybe add add something to the end of the parade or something kind of like what they did with disney c for the 15th mm-hmm. where they you know, tacked on a thing at the they end. Change the costume so they could sell more merch. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and then they also announced all the actual dates for all the events next year. So like Easter, Tanabata Days, Natsumatsuri. Um, I'm not going to go through all of them. We have it on the website. But a um, couple things to note. There's actually no Easter event at Disneyland next year. Really? It's only... Yeah, it, there, there's only going to be an Easter event at Disney Sea, oh. because the because the beginning of the anniversary starts in April. Mm-hmm. So kind of like similar how they did it for the 15th anniversary of Disney Sea. Right. You know, when they started it, they didn't have an Easter event that year. Wow. So it's kind of the same thing this year. Um, <clears throat> Tanabata Days is now a month long. Jesus Christ! Well, they can sell the merch. <laughs> So, yeah, Tanabata Days is going to go from June 7th to July 7th The thing now. is, if you're going to make it a month long, add some entertainment. Yeah, right? um, they, haven't given any, they haven't given any details. They're just saying that like, this is the, the date for it. Um, then um, the summer is the same, mm-hmm. uh, same at, at both parks. It's Oh, wait, no, sorry, I lied. The summer lasts... Two extra days. It goes until September second at both parks now. Oh, interesting. Which is yeah, that's very interesting. And then um, Disney's Halloween is the same. Mm-hmm. Um, well, sorry, date date wise, but they're saying Tokyo Disneyland is going to get a brand new theme. Good. So so this year, so the music theme this year is the last time they'll do it. Mm-hmm. So next year will be a new one. Um, but Disney Sea is going to have the villains theme once again, and they're going to be offering. A 
special version of the Tower of Terror at Disney Sea during Halloween. So my guess is probably just they're probably just moving level thirteen <laughs> to the Halloween season. Mm, yeah, probably. I don't know. It makes sense. Um, yeah, it does. It, it makes more sense that way. Um, but they haven't given any details, so we don't know if they're if it's going to be a, a different like different from level 13 which is the special version they do in the winter time mm-hmm. like in um like january to march yeah so we don't know yet um and then for christmas uh there's going to be a new theme finally uh for christmas at disney sea oh my god because <laughs> so, well, we've had that for what four or five years the same awful <laughs> yes thank you thank you for so, changing it um, and then we're going to have the same storybook theme at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a New Year's program, of course. And then they also say there's a Disney Pixar event um, also in 2019, in Janu- starting in January. So lots of stuff. Um, yeah. So it, uh, um, it's all on, on the website if you want to see specific dates, if you want to, if you need that to determine dates for when you're planning your trip. So make sure you go check that out. And I'll be updating our when to visit Tokyo Disney Resort as well, uh, taking all this stuff into account so you can, you know, make a better decision on when you want to come. Oh, okay. So, yeah, that's the, that's pretty much it for news. And there's not much else. Um, let's get on to the crowd forecast because I want to talk about Halloween yes. <laughs> as quickly as let's possible. Do it. So. Crowd forecast. Um, I have a link to the crowd forecast calendar in the show notes. And this is a Japanese crowd calendar, but is one one of the better ones out there. Um, so this is for the week of October 2nd. And it's actually a, quite quiet for the first week. Um, they're saying it's going to be about 30, 35 to 40 in terms of the crowds, mm-hmm. which is not super empty but it's not busy either either so it's very manageable yeah it's you know average crowds i would say like it's not busy but it's not dead so if you're visiting the first week of uh, first week of october you're gonna be totally fine it's cool so that's it all right in the parks so trish i'll let you go first on this one okay so it's um i went and i went shopping i bought a present for somebody and I got my birthday sticker, but it was kind of funny because I went to guest relations and I'm like, can I have a birthday sticker? And I actually asked for it in Japanese. And the girl's like, yeah, yeah, it's cool. She's like, what's your name? And I told her my name. And then this is the weird part. She gave me a, my my park debut sticker and I'm like, oh, I'll take it. <laughs> oh, that's weird. I know. It was so weird. I, I'm like, I wonder why. I'm like, you know what? I wanted one anyway. And I didn't think I was going to get one because my kid is way too old for his park debut. So I'm like, yeah, thank you. <laughs> so, <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. So I, I'm keeping it forever now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's awesome. Yes. And that was it. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I wrote them. You, the oh, there was I saw the Halloween decorations in the in the monorails. I didn't do a lot. I did like nothing. I did nothing. It's terrible. That's okay. Sometimes we need a break. Yeah, I gotta nothing go to Disney Sea though. It's, I haven't had time to go in the daytime to see the show, so I haven't been able to see oh. the show. Yes, you did, mm. or yes, you do. I should say. I well, if you would have listened to the last podcast that we did. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, but yeah, for me, um, I was in Hong Kong actually. Yeah. Um, so I will kind of give a quick rundown without talking about the Halloween stuff because we'll get into that in a moment. But um, stayed at the Disney Explorers Lodge again. Cool. Um, I that hotel is so awesome. It looks beautiful. It's. Ugh. And they, they even did um, Halloween decorations. I want to see your pic. Did you put those online yet? Uh, not of the hotels yet. Oh, I need to see um, that. I, I actually, I started taking pictures in raw, like raw format. Uh-huh. And now I'm like, oh my goodness, my photos are turning out so much better because I can actually, like, I can edit them more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, edit the colors and, like, all this. I'm like, why haven't I done this before? <sighs> I'm such an amateur when it comes to photos. <laughs> Photography, I should say. Um, but yeah, uh, the decorations at the Explorer's Lodge, um, at the entrance, they had like wooden panels mm-hmm. of like the characters and like Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Daisy, and Goofy, and Pluto. And they were like wearing like tribal outfits. That's interesting. Uh, yeah, it was, it was a little, it was different. Let's just put it that mm-hmm. way. <laughs> but. Yeah, so that was really nice. Um, we stayed. I stayed three nights there, so that was that was that was nice. Love it. Awesome. Um, and we also did we did a Dragon Wind. Wait, what's that? The character dining. Oh, how was that? Uh, it was delicious. Um, I've done it twice before. No, once before that. So. Um, it was, it was quite lovely, actually. Um, <clears throat> but they actually changed how the characters work now, cool. which is uh, quite interesting. So before, when I went the first time, when the hotel first opened, um, Dragon Wind, you would meet Mickey, Minnie, and Donald. Mm-hmm. And they would just, um, they would kind of go around to each table, kind of like how a lot of character dining usually works, right? right. Um, so now they changed it where... Dragon Wind is only Mickey and Minnie, and um, they don't wander anymore. They they actually go and sit in a corner. Well, sit sit in a corner. There's a corner where they where you go and you get your photos taken with them there, and, and they give you a card. So when you're done eating, you go there and give it to them, get your picture, and then you can leave. Um, oh, that's and then that's interesting. I like that because to me, I find it kind of stressful uh-huh. when I'm eating. And then the character shows up, so I feel like like I feel like I'm always keeping an eye out for like when the characters are going to come by, if they, you know, come to the tables. Right. So I kind of like being able to eat at my own pace, finish, then go get my pictures. Okay. I know that's just, you know, that's just my preference. Um, and then Donald is actually over at the World of Color restaurant for breakfast. Okay. So they moved him over there. Um, they and they do offer. Um, I believe it is a buffet um, breakfast as well, but it's more continental. Mm-hmm. So it's more just like pastries and cereal, um, things like that. Whereas the Dragon Wind is like the full, the full thing, like waffles, omelets, bacon, eggs, soup, um, and they even have like um, you know Chinese breakfast foods and stuff like that. So. Um, yeah, so that's one thing that I noticed that they changed. That's really Which I'm not too sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not too sure why they did it, but I like it. So there you go. Okay. All right. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then a few people that listened to the podcast actually were at the parks 
when I was there too. And they stopped and said hello. Awesome. And everything. So I thought that was pretty cool. So I want to give a shout out to Jeff, Gary, and Christine. They're the ones, they're some of the people that stopped me at the parks to say hello. So thank you so much for saying hello. It was super fun. Um, and they actually came with me uh, through the haunted house at, at at Hong Kong, which I'll talk about more a little bit in a little bit here. Oh, they were doing, so it, uh, this is over now, but um, they did this Tsum Tsum Fair over the weekend. Oh, oh your t-shirt. Yeah, kind of. Um, so what they did, so what it was, was, what it, what it was, was um, in Tomorrowland, they had like these little carnival games set up. They're all Tsum Tsum themed. And mm-hmm. what you did is you paid, uh, it was like 60 Hong Kong dollars or something. I can't remember the exact amount. And you got to play these games and um, you had the chance to win these limited Tsum Tsums. Um, ones that weren't sold in Hong Kong. And when I looked at them, I'm like, oh, a lot of these are actually sold in Japan. <laughs> so, but I guess they're, you know, they're exclusive for Hong Kong because you can't buy them in Hong Kong, I guess. Sure. Um, but they, it, it was all like little carnival games, like one where, where you kind of throw this ball down, um, down this like board and you have to try and get it like get it in the in the holes at the, at the end mm-hmm. like on on the other side right. and you have to like get like three uh three of the same characters in a row um there's another one where you have to like launch zoom zooms into the air and have them land on like a certain square <laughs> then there's another one where you it was like a a, a, a beanbag toss and you had to like knock over you know the uh, same zoom zooms to win the bigger one um, did you win? They, did you win? No, I didn't win anything. <laughs> but um, what about the people you were with? The, did anybody win anything? No, there. <laughs> there was this little girl though that actually won the limited edition Chef Stitch Tsum Tsum. So it was like a little Tsum Tsum with a little chef hat, or like a little Stitch Tsum Tsum with this little hat, like a little chef hat, and he has like a little frying pan oh. sewn on the side of him and everything. So and sweet. you can only win it at this event and to get it you had to play the the uh, beanbag toss and you had to throw one of the zooms into this tiny little hole just once mm-hmm. just to win it and this girl I don't, I don't know how old she was she's probably like seven or eight and she just kind of just threw it without really looking i love it when and kids it just went, do that and then and, then and it, it just went through. right in yeah i'm like wow okay <laughs> <laughs> so i thought i thought that was pretty cool um so like this little little weekend event that they did. That's very cute. I think it was, I think it was a four day thing. Like I think it started like midweek and then went to the end of the weekend, hmm. which I thought was pretty interesting. Oh, okay. So before we get into Halloween, I this is the first time I've ever seen this. It was busy at Hong Kong Disneyland on the Sunday. That's good. Like busy to the point where. Or Mystic Manor had a 75-minute wait. Wow. Grizzly Gulch had a 75-minute wait. The Nightmare Experiment had a 90-minute wait. Space Mountain had a 70-minute wait. And so what had happened was uh, there was a private event happening. Oh. And, and the uh, park closed at 6 that day. Yeah. But all But all the guests that were attending after 6 o'clock were also allowed in the park all day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we had this huge influx of people, okay. which made the park like ridiculously busy. But 
it did like yeah it was busy and there's people everywhere but like the uh the uh cast members hand handled everything so well like everything just ran smoothly even though it was ridiculously busy like it was so busy that all the restaurants were open like I've never been to Hong Kong Disneyland when all the restaurants have been open because there's always like one or two that are that are just closed right. for whatever reason. But yeah, it was like all the restaurants are open except for I think one because it's under refurbishment or something. But and like it was just a lovely experience. Like um, as I said, they handled it very well with the large amount of people that were there that day. The cast there is so good, you know. Mm-hmm. It was so. It was. It was really good. I really enjoyed it, even though it was super busy. Right. But um, we also got in an hour early because we were hotel guests. Mm-hmm. So they actually opened the park an hour before for all the hotel guests, and it, and it was the entire park. Good, good. So we got to go in at eight fifteen, mm-hmm. and the park didn't open until nine. So I guess it was forty five minutes. We got in early, but still, that forty five minutes was nice. We got character photos and everything. It was just, yeah, it was, it was, it was a good time. It was a good time. Um, so Halloween. Oh my God. Halloween, you gotta tell Halloween me about time at Hong Kong Disneyland. Okay. Shall we start with that? Yes. Shall we start with we that? Have, oh, no, 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 no. Okay. No, okay, no, no, no. Let's no. go in order. Let's go in order. Okay. Uh, okay. what do we usually start with? Events. Yeah. No, let's um, talk. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do events. What, what, what's going on for Halloween? Oh, as a general like overview. Okay. So for Halloween, um, just like Tokyo Disney Resort, um, there this is not a hard ticketed event. It's just included in your park ticket. So there's nothing extra that you have to buy. You just go to the park and you get access to all this stuff. Except for this one um, dinner event that they're doing, mm-hmm. uh, which is on select dates. Uh, it's like this. It's like a, a scavenger hunt of some sort um, in the Explorers Restaurant. Um, I have more information on the website if you want to look at exact dates if you're going to be in Hong Kong in October because they have like specific dates for it. But you get to interact with like Mickey Minnie and all of them and you do like this like hunt thing inside the restaurant or something like that. Um, outside of that, uh, they have a daytime parade, a Halloween daytime parade, also a nighttime Halloween parade. Nice. Um a quote-unquote haunted house and um, some atmosphere entertainment as well and uh, a lot of characters in Halloween costumes and there's also trick-or-treating. Yay, trick-or-treating! And so, and this is all at Hong Kong Disneyland. Like, for anyone that's been to Hong Kong Disneyland, like, it's not the biggest park. Like it's it's rather small, it's a and they jam packed. Compared to like the other parks, it's it's the small, like one of the smaller yeah. ones. Is it the smallest? Smaller? It's, I don't know. It's probably the smallest, but it's good. It's got a good balance. It's good. So they have so they jam packed all this stuff for Halloween time, which I think is so awesome. Um, so the daytime parade. Um, it's the same as last year's, um, it's like, uh, Mickey's street party. So, um, throughout the day, what they do is, um, if cast members see small children wearing Halloween costumes, cause children are allowed to wear Halloween costumes, um, they may ask them to join the parade. Oh, nice. So they actually, so they actually get, um, these kids to go into the parade, which is really cool. 
Um, and then Mickey and Minnie and all of them, like they're on like they're like gigantic pumpkins that come down Main Street, and they have and they and they do like this um, this um, show stop on Main Street, and they you know dance around with all the kids and everything, and then there's like confetti and stuff. Um, also, Duffy, Gelatoni, and Shelley May show up. Cool. As well in it. Um, it's not the best show, but it's cute. All right. Like, it's a cute show, and you, like, um, especially if you have kids, you definitely want to see it. Um, and then the nighttime show is a continuation of the nighttime show from last year. So it's Villain Villain's Night Out, Chapter 2. Okay. And it features a whole bunch of Disney villains. Uh, so there's uh, Oogie Boogie, Captain Hook, Jack Skellington, the Queen of Hearts. Um, Ursula actually makes her debut. Oh, interesting! Because uh, she wasn't in she wasn't in last year, so she was in she's in this year's, and she has like she's on this like float, and um, like her like Ursula is like a actual person. Like she's not like someone in in a in a suit. Okay. You know, you know, like you, you know, like the one here for at, at Disney Sea. It's someone in like you know a uh, Ursula body, like the head and everything. Right. Like no, this is like a person like with Ursula makeup on. I don't. So it looks more. It looks more real. Yeah. Like more realistic that way. So I, the, I I thought that was really well done. Okay. Um, and actually, one of the uh, cool parts, um, you know, her her eel sidekicks that she has. Yeah. So they, there's, um, her eels are like floating down Main Street. You know, it's like big puppets, right? right. But they glow neon in the dark. Oh, I like so they're like floating that. around in the sky and stuff, and they're like glowing blue and stuff. Yeah. I thought that I'm like that is really cool. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and then there's also um, Jafar and also um, Maleficent, and <clears throat> it's kind of a weird nighttime show Mm -hmm. so they start at the entrance like the uh, front of the park and then work their way down main street and then they go to the front of the castle and then they do like a projection show on there okay so so it's interesting it's a little it's a little strange and it's also kind of a a cluster in a way because what happens is like once like all the floats and stuff go to the front of the castle Like, people start filling in all the empty space. So, like, whatever spot you had along the parade route quickly disappears mm-hmm. once the parade goes to the front of the front of the castle because then everyone kind of rushes it. Right. So, it's kind of, I don't know. It's, it's a little strange. But um, it, it works. Whatever. <laughs> um, I wasn't the biggest fan of the show, um, but watching it once is fine. Um like for me, music is a big thing for shows, and I found the music just didn't really work as well as I wanted it to. Okay. But everything else was fine. Like I love seeing all the villains in it, and I really loved the whole Ursula thing, especially with the the neon eels and everything. I thought that was really cool. Nice. Okay. Cool. Um, for other entertainment, so I think this is probably one of like one of the best things, I guess. I would say second best. So they have ghost pirates wandering around in Adventureland. Yes. I love their atmosphere. So the pir- their atmosphere is so the, pir- the Pirates of the Caribbean ghost trail. Yes. And it's borderline 
almost too scary. But that's what I like about Hong Kong because Hong Kong really pushes the scariness. It's like, and that's what kind of separates it from the other Disney parks, which are cuter. I guess like Walt Disney World does have like the zombies in the parade, but like Hong Kong really, really pushes that limit, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like if you go on to my Instagram or on Twitter, I posted a picture. I I was taking a selfie and one of the <laughs> one of the pirates like came up and like interrupted me and he like started like putting his hand in front of my face and everything. Oh and um, and so um, like this this like trail area in in um, in um, Adventureland, it's kind of this area where there's like you know, um, stuff to play with, like bongo drums and Mm -hmm. things like that. And there's also the, uh, uh, tiki's that shoot water and stuff out. So it's, so it's in that area and it's all filled with fog. I love that. So there's like constant fog and there's like green lights and stuff. Mm -hmm. And all you see is there's probably about four or five of these pirates just kind of wandering around and, um, they do interact with you. Like they will come up to you and um, all of them spoke Cantonese. Mm-hmm. So like none of them ever spoke to me in English. But the only thing I did understand was they were looking for Jack Sparrow. Oh. <laughs> um, and like they will get in your face. Like they'll come right up to you and just like say Jack Sparrow. <laughs> <laughs> and then like um, they would actually start chasing guests as well. It's so fun. Like they, they would start running and stuff, and like people would start like, and like other guests would like part and like start running, and then the pirates would start chasing them and stuff. It was really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Jack Sparrow does show up from time to time, <laughs> and um, so what the, happens uh, when they meet Jack Sparrow? They start chasing him, and he just runs away. <laughs> You know, you know, you know how um, Jack Sparrow like runs. You know how oh, yeah. like, he has that he 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 has that very like Jack that very Sparrow distinct run. running. Yeah. yeah, he does that. That's very cute. And it's just it's it's hilarious. It's just it's so well done. I really like. It's so simple, mm-hmm. but it works so well. It sounds like yeah, because you know what? Sometimes simple is is best. You know when it's mm-hmm. a fun thing. Yeah, you can make it gorgeous, or you can make it fun, or you can make it both. But it has to be one of those things for sure. Yeah, so like, I think yeah, it's just it works so well. Um, I did see a couple kids crying because it was a little too much for them. Yeah. So um, if you have small children, like toddlers, you probably want to avoid that area because it is it is a little a little scary for younger children. I would say. Mm-hmm. So keep that in mind. But it is fun. Okay. Haunted house. Let's do the haunted house. Okay. Tell me about everything. So this is the maze of madness. The nightmare experiment continues. So they actually continue the story from last year. Okay. Okay. Um, And so last year, uh, the... Um, nightmare nightmare experiment was in the pavilion kind of over in Adventureland, mm-hmm. but they actually moved it to a building that is just off of Main Street because they still had the Marvel uh, superhero thing happening okay. at the same time. So this was moved uh, closer to Main Street. Um, and so the story of it is um, Professor Wu um 
like last year, Professor Wu figured out how to get people into like dreams and nightmares and stuff. And then this year, D- uh, Professor Wu went missing and his assistants want to go find him. Oh. And so their assistants send us to go find him in the these like, nightmares. We're not going in there. You guys are going in there. Yeah. So, um, this thing is borderline, like, this is almost, like, almost too much in terms of, like, did, like, did Disney really do this? Like, this is pretty, like, you guys are pushing it pretty close to being something that almost shouldn't be in a Disney park. I like your scariness. But I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. It is so good. Um, so, yeah. Um. I do have a full review of this on the website as well. I have, uh, there's also a uh, um, promo video that you can watch. And also there's a partial walkthrough that someone took with permission because uh, photos and video are not allowed. But uh, this video, this person got um, permission to do that. So if you want to go check, um, just to kind of check it out, you can go do that. Um, They do have, there's a, there's, there's jump scares in this. So mm-hmm. like people actually jump out and scare you. Um, so what, what do you see like, like room by room? So um, they have five different rooms. Okay. So uh, the first one, um, like once you, once you actually get into the whole nightmare thing um, is Pinocchio. Pinocchio is pretty and scary. Pin- Pinocchio is a slave. And yeah, he's chained up and he's being forced to perform as a puppet. That's terrifying. And a clown greets you. Uh A very scary looking clown (laughs) greets you. And he sometimes jumps out at you to greet you, um, which happened once. um, Because I I did this twice. And the, the first time he jumped out at you. And it was just, it was really freaky and... Pinocchio is like dancing on the stage and he like looks really depressed <laughs> and like his like his outfit is all dirty and tattered and everything and then he Pinocchio starts freaking out and he's like I'm guessing he's calling for help cuz um, yeah. um all this is in uh in a Cantonese but you can just tell that he's like crying for help oh my God. and he like and he like tries to like escape by like running off the stage but he gets stuck with all the chains <laughs> on him and he can't get out of it it's just it was it was really disturbing. Oh my it was, gosh. I'm like, wow, okay, this is this is okay. <laughs> you have nightmares after um, that, probably. A little bit, yeah. Um and then after that is the Monsters Inc. um section where um they kind of detect you know that there's humans about and they have to catch them or whatever and um you actually go through Boo's door. Mm-hmm. And then you you uh, you find yourself on the scare floor, and you're like going down this hallway trying to you know find your way out. And like these hallways are just all the different doors, you know, from from Monsters Inc. with all the uh, red lights ab- above them. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of walking through there, and the the uh, guys in the uh, yellow hazmat suits are like in the hallways, like vacuuming you because you're a human, <laughs> right? So they're like trying to like get rid of your humanness or whatever it is they do (laughs) trying to cleanse you Um, pretty much and then once you finally get through all those hallways um 
you are greeted by the Mad Hatter and the White Rabbit. And the Mad Hatter, you know, is mad. Yeah. Is crazy. And he is trying to put on tiny little hats on the White Rabbit. And they aren't quite fitting. (laughs) So he starts getting really... None of that. (laughs) Yeah. Like, the White Rabbit's like, no. Like, what are you doing? And the Mad Hatter gets very upset and starts screaming. It was... So the uh, white rabbit gets scared and he kind of like runs out of the uh, runs out of the uh, room. Mm. And just to kind of give you an idea, like um, the uh, the uh, Mad Hatter is actually in this other room that is behind glass. So it kind of looks like a, a, a storefront. Okay. And so he kind of like um, he uh, comes out and he's like really like mad, right? Because yeah. the uh, the uh, white rabbit took off. So then he kind of looks at, looks at everyone in the crowd and then picks someone at random and like pulls them into the store, slams the door, throws them in the chair and starts like putting on different hats on them. (laughs) And like, and of course these hats are too small. They're not going to fit on their head. Uh And so he starts getting more and more mad. It's kind of amazing. And then eventually he like opens up this cabinet and pulls out a vice. What? That's like, this vice and then like puts it on the person's head oh. and then pretend and then starts tightening it. Oh my God. And then all of a sudden the, uh, um, like everything flashes red and then, and then the, uh, blinds close and then that's it. What? And yeah. And then we're told to go to the next room. Move along, people. So apparent, <laughs> apparently he goes and, um, beheads this person. Oh, oh wow. Is, is how the story goes. <laughs> So um, I'm not too sure if the person he picks is someone that's planted in there and, you know, is a cast member or if it's an actual guest. I don't know. I wonder. Well, if they don't go to the next section. I don't know. Like, things start happening really quick after Uh that. Um, The next room is the um, Beauty and the Beast section. So it's the it's the uh, beast like his like his study, you know, with the the fireplace and everything. And there's like... um, a a uh, jar with the uh, rose in it and this suit of armor all of a sudden just comes to life and like scares you pretty good and he starts like walking like really loudly through through the uh, crowd of people and um he start like again this is all in cantonese and i was kind of cheating i went and read this uh, wikipedia article that gave a translation um which I have a link in the in our in our um, review. Man, that's anyway, not cheating. He, I would do the same thing to understand what's happening. You know. Yeah. So um, he was just explaining that um, they uh, have to you know figure uh, figure out um, the uh, love for um, the beast before the uh, last petal falls, so they you know don't turn into whatever they are forever. But. They don't quite make it. The last petal falls and he turns into a statue. Like he just freezes. Oh. Like he and it was it was like, oh, okay, that's weird. It's dark and then, then very dark. And then um the uh, fireplace opens up and then <laughs> the, the the this next part's weird. So we go through the fireplace and we're basically in hell. Yes. Um so we're in this room with like fire and skulls and everything. And Hades is in there and he's like saying a bunch of stuff. And the professor Wu is in there 
and he's like gone completely insane. And Professor Wu yeah. went to hell. Pretty much. Wow. And then it gets better. So Professor Wu's talking, yada, yada, yada. And then all of a sudden, a, like a big puff of smoke. Mm-hmm. And he turns into the devil. What? He has like devil wings and everything. And it's just like, whoa. Yes. What is going on? And then Hades is like a little scared. He's like, oh, whoa. So he he like tells everybody to like run out of here as fast as you can. He tries to so, save you guys. That's how scared he is. Yeah. So then as you're as you're like uh, trying to leave, there's like this false wall and someone jumps out of the wall at you <laughs> as you're trying to leave. And then you get out and it's over. So this is definitely not for small children. No, there's um there's actually a height requirement. Wow. Uh you have to be 100 centi- 102 centimeters tall. Okay. At least to to go that. in. And they and they actually have a like gigantic like steampunk looking key mm-hmm. to like measure children to see how tall they are. It's pretty cool. Which I thought was yeah, that was actually pretty awesome. So this thing was like the best thing about Halloween at Hong Kong. It sounds like it. Like it's not super scary, but it's borderline almost too scary for Disney. Yeah, I was about to say for say. Disney, that's pretty intense. Yeah, like jump scares and like the devil <laughs> and like beheadings and it's like I like, would never slaves. like expect like Universal Studios level, but for Disney, I'm like, yeah, go go do it. You know, it's nice to see a little like at least one park doing a little darker. You know. Oh yeah, so it's. Yeah, it's it's one of those things you definitely like. If you go, you have to do it. Yeah, for sure. Like without a doubt. Um, just keep in mind that it that it's not opened from park open to park close. They have limited hours, so and it does change every day. So when you do go, just make sure you check ahead of time when it opens, and do it within the first hour, just to have um, the first hour. The first hour of it being open just to avoid any long lines because it doesn't it, it also doesn't do fast pass. Okay, that's what I was gonna ask you. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So the wait can get, you know, a little long. Long being maybe thirty minutes. Oh, but that's not so bad. No, but compared to like everything else in the park on a normal day, mm-hmm. that's one of the longer ones. But still, thirty minutes is not terrible. But make sure you do that. Okay, so what about decorations uh the decorations are i I would i would say minimal at best Hmm. um they do have the whole um mickey floral arrangement at the entrance of the park just before you go under the train tracks so they have that with the the pumpkins and everything which is really nice um and then along main street um they have like on the uh, light poles, you know, they have the the Mickey pumpkins and stuff, um, and they also have the uh, large Mickey pumpkin, yeah, uh, which is kind of you know standard, I would say. Um, they have it at the other Disney parks as well. Okay, all right. Um, and then throughout the rest of the park, there's not much else in terms of decorations. Um, over in the village or the villains' garden, which is in Fantasyland. Um, that has a whole bunch of like Halloween pumpkins and stuff like that. So, I would say, yeah, that that's about it for the the decorations. So it almost uh, like from your description, it almost seems like the hotel has more decorations 
going on. Yeah, the hotel, like all the hotels have Halloween decorations on them or in them, I would say. Okay. So yeah, it's, it's fine. It's nice. Like it's, and it's good. Can you meet like the characters wearing like Halloween costumes or, or anything like <gasps> that? Yes, okay. you can. Okay. So at the front of the park at, at Disneyland, um, Mickey, you can meet Mickey Minnie together and then Donald and Daisy together, Chip and Dale together, and also Pluto and Goofy together. Cute. So they're all, they're all at different, um, spots. So Mickey and Minnie are always right in the middle of, um, the end, or like as soon as you go onto Main Street, there's that, uh, uh canopy or, um, gazebo. Mm-hmm. So they're, Mickey and Minnie are always there. And then to the left of them is, uh, always Chip and Dale. And then to the right of Mickey and Minnie, um, it switches between Donald and Daisy and Pluto and Goofy. Aww. What kind of costumes were they wearing? Um, they're wearing their, like, orange and green outfits. Oh, uh, okay. Which are, like, super cute. Super cute. Um, and then this year, they moved um, Jack Skellington and friends to Main Street. So there's a there's a little building um that they do the greetings in there. So um, Jack and Sally, and I think also Oogie Boogie is also in there too. Like they swap them out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's there. Um, in the back of the park, in the villa- villain's garden again, um, it switches between like Disney characters and Disney villains. Nice. So for villains, there's um, like the uh, Queen of Hearts, um, Cruella de Vil, Captain Hook. Um, and then there's also Tigger, Piglet, and Eeyore, oh. and Winnie the Pooh. And they're wearing Halloween outfits, which are super cute, by the way. So adorable. Super cute. Was, like, Duffy and and Shelly wearing Halloween costumes, too? No, they were just wearing their standard outfits. Oh, cute enough. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, Duffy and Stella Lou. Stella Lou, that's super right. cute in person. She's so cute. Oh, my goodness. And that is um, on Main Street. How was the wait for that? Um, Twenty minutes. That's nothing. Okay. So, um, the thing. Oh well, this is gonna be part of my uh, park tip later. So about uh, how character greetings work. So I, I, I have a good tip on that. So yeah, I'll I'll talk about it in a moment. Um, And also over at the Disneyland Hotel, Mm -hmm. you can meet Donald and Daisy and. Um, hotel exclusive outfits. I like when they do that. Yeah. So um, they come out only at certain times in the morning. Mm-hmm. So if you if you, you know, um, if you really want to get your photo with them, make sure you just ask a cast member at the Disneyland Hotel, and they will be able to tell you the times that they come. Awesome. Because you know it, it's uh, very limited times, yeah. and they also do like line cutoff as well if the line gets too long. Mm-hmm. So just keep that in mind. Okay, so we're getting to the part of this podcast where we have to talk about the food. <gasps> yes. Um, they don't have an extensive menu compared to Tokyo, but they do have some stuff. Okay. Um, all the Halloween food is actually contained to Main Street USA, so it kind of makes it a little bit easier. Okay. Um, so at the bakery and also at the um, place that sells the Mickey waffles just outside the bakery, the name is escaping me right now, but... Um, they have a lot of Halloween baked goods. So there's a Jack Skellington cookie and a Mickey pumpkin m- chocolate muffin. Um, there's also Jack Skellington like cake pops. 
And then there's also like this, uh, it is this like bloody, bloody eye pudding or something like yes. that. Like it's, it's, you know, very not Disney at Tell all. Tell me you tried that. I didn't have it, unfortunately. Yes. I didn't. I know I'm terrible. What did you try? What but, did you have? Um, actually, I didn't have any of it because I was so full from the buffets in the morning. <laughs> but it was, it was all, um, like just cookies and like, it was all like baked goods. Right. Like cupcakes. So, and... yeah, yeah, yeah. So nothing stood out to me that I, I, was, I thought I, oh, I really need to have right. it. Um, um, and then over at the main street corner cafe, which is one of their table service restaurants, uh, they have a Jack Skellington dinner set. What was that? Um, it comes with a dessert and also a entree, a uh, choice of entree. Like it's either seafood or like a beef plate. Um, and it comes with a special drink and everything. It's all, it's all Jack Skellington themed, which looks really cool. It's, it's like black and orange. Ooh colors the color palette palette um and then over at the plaza inn they have a um again a like a a dinner set and it has um it it, it, uh, the uh, plaza inn is a chinese restaurant Mm -hmm. so it's all like traditional chinese food um so they have like this like jelly that is in the shape of a pumpkin and um, all these other um like similar looking food but yeah, oddly enough, I didn't try any of it because I was just, I was so full from the buffets and I didn't particularly want to eat pastries, <laughs> like, you know, a whole bunch of pastries. <laughs> it would be like way too filling. Oh, a little bit. Yeah. And okay. I know at the hotel you ate something special, mm-hmm. a certain rabbit. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, this is like, this is separate from Halloween. Right. So this is, um, all the time, but um, I did have the Stella Lou dim sum, and it was not rabbit inside. No, it was, it was purple, purple sweet potato. Okay, <laughs> that makes it sense. It was really good. It should be sweet inside, like sweet potato. It was so. It was really good. It looked. Re- I mean, anything with sweet potato is going to taste amazing. Yeah, and also, um, also at the Main Street Cafe, mm-hmm. um, that's where they have all the special Duffy desserts. Oh, okay. Um, so we tried, um, me and Diane, we both tried the Stella Lou milkshake, which was a sweet potato and honey. That sounds so good. Milkshake. And then I had the um, gelatoni milkshake, which was matcha flavored. Okay. All right. And it was, it was really good. Um, and super cute too. I, I posted pictures of it. Um, and then for dessert... We got this gelatoni dessert, mm-hmm. and then all the dessert comes on this, you know, a, a painter's palette, oh. you know, like the wooden paint thing with all the, like, the round circles around the edge where they put all the different paints. Right. So it comes out on a plate like that, and each little circle had a different, like, either ice cream or gelato or chocolate or a pudding mm-hmm. in it, and you and you got to try all these different desserts That's so cute. in this little paint palette. And it also came with, like, a little... Uh, um, edible gelatoni and his tail was like this long piece of white chocolate nice. that was colored green and stuff. It was so cute Aww. and super tasty. It also had um, macarons, macarons, mac- macarons. I can never say the <laughs> name. <laughs> macarons, whatever they are. You know, those French pastries. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It had that. It was so good. It sounds amazing. Uh 
But yeah, Halloween Time at Hong Kong Disneyland for you know being one park, they have a lot to offer for Halloween, do, which is awesome. Do any of the attractions have like um any like Halloween overlay or anything like that? No, they don't. Unfortunately, it might be coming. You never know. Never know. (laughs) (laughs) So Halloween time is running now until October 31st at Hong Kong Disneyland. So hopefully you guys are going, you know, whoever's listening are going and, you know, now you know what to expect. Lots of fun stuff. Um, Park tip. All right. All right. So this park tip is for character greeting. So this is something I recently came to realize Mm -hmm. Character greeting wait times are usually going to be longer than attraction wait times. Oh, really? Wow. Which is strange. Yeah, it's like kind of odd to think about. Um, So here's a really good tip. So if you want character photos, get to the park half an hour before the official opening time. Because what they do is half an hour before the park opens, they let guests into the park only onto Main Street. But... There's characters out for you to get your pictures with. So, meaning Mickey and Minnie, Donald and Daisy, and Chip and Dale are out. So, you can line up and get your picture taken with them. So, you can get a couple pictures taken before the park even opens. Awesome. And we we did this three times. Cool. Um, the only thing is, um, other people do know this as well. Mm-hmm. So, the lines do get long, and they will cut the line off. Ah. So basically, um, I would say pick one character is that is your must-do. Mm-hmm. Get into that line, and then hopefully you can get through that before the park opens, and then after that you can go and do whatever else you need to do. Um, but if you want to just do character stuff, like do it first thing in the morning. Like Do the attractions later. Do the characters first thing in the morning because, um, as I mentioned, they do line cut off. And then also the characters will leave for a while and then come back. So they like, they'll, they'll like give them long breaks. Right. And it's not always consistent in terms of like when they'll come back out. So it kind of changes on a day to day basis. Um, so you could easily spend like an hour and a half just trying to get pictures with all the characters. It took us an hour and a half to get a picture with Mickey and Minnie and then Donald and Daisy and then Duffy and Stella Lou. It took us an hour and a half. Wow. So like like for each character. Yeah, it, it took us an hour and a half total. Oh, so for, to for do all it the all. characters. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. It took us that long. So just keep that in mind. So um, Mickey and Minnie are, are obviously the longest wait, usually. Okay. Um. And then um, I would do Duffy and Stella Lou last. Um, and they do change out the times with that as well. So just um, ask the uh, cast member when the when the next time the, the, the greeting happens. Like I found the greeting would happen at like park open. And then it would only last for like 20 minutes. And then it would stop for 45 minutes. And they would start it up again. So it was kind of strange. Like it wasn't always con- like it always wasn't constant. I wonder why and they do it they like that. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's odd. <laughs> but yeah, keep that in mind. That's how that works for that part. And then in the back of the park with the vi- the villains guarded and all that stuff, mm-hmm. um, there's set times that it's open. So just check the uh, times guide and um, it'll, it'll tell you. Okay. 
when that happens. So that is my park tip. Do the character greetings first before the attractions. Interesting. Because in most cases, the character greetings are going to be longer than the attraction wait times. Okay. Oddly enough. All right. So, uh, listener question. Listener question. Um, Trish, do you want to do you want to take this one? Sure. Okay. This is from Alex, and Alex says, "I'm planning a once in a lifetime trip, and I am planning on visiting Tokyo and Hong Kong in 2021, with four days at Tokyo Disney Resort and three days in Tokyo proper, and two or three days at Hong Kong Disneyland and three days in Hong Kong proper." Finishing off the trip with a couple of days at Disneyland. That sounds amazing, by the way. Um, Which is the park I grew up going to. I've narrowed my possibilities down to April, May, October, or November, or December. Which of these would be the best to visit, uh, best times to visit? And would you recommend going to Hong Kong or Tokyo first? All right. What do you think? Ah, that's... hmm. I mean, it really depends on, you know... If there's something they want to see, you know. Yeah, that's true. I was going to say, if it was just Tokyo, I would say May. But since Hong Kong is in that as well. um, Like, since you're doing a lifetime trip, you probably want to try and hit, like, both parks doing an event at the same time. Right. I kind of want to lean towards November because Tokyo will definitely have their Christmas on and Hong Kong should have their Christmas on near the near the end of November. Yeah, I agree 100% because I think so, a lot of people kind of aim for April thinking, oh, I'm going to see cherry blossoms. And cherry blossoms are so unpredictable, you know? I feel like yeah, November you get those beautiful autumn leaves you get um, the cooler weather in Hong Kong, which is is nice. Um, you get Christmas, so the park is sparkling, um, and it's it's just such a beautiful time to go and in, in both of the parks, you know. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think I think so. I agree with you a hundred percent. Yeah, because um, in May, of course, uh, we have Golden Week in, in Tokyo, mm-hmm. so you'd have to go after Golden Week. Right. But also in Hong Kong, Hong Kong is starting to get hot. And Hong Kong's not really going to have any events going on. Right. As well. So it's going to be normal. And then in October, yeah, there's Halloween. But Hong Kong is still ridiculously hot in October. Like, I'm talking 30 degrees usually, uh, which is, what, 79 Fahrenheit, 80 Fahrenheit, something like that. Yeah. And if you're... Like, it's still... Yeah. I think that the weather is much drier. So Hong Kong is very is more humid. So if you're from Florida, I would very say it doesn't humid. matter, right? But if you're from yeah. like West Coast, I would say probably you'd be much more comfortable in November. Yeah. I would yeah, I would say November. And also December, you're starting to get into that territory where things are going to start getting more expensive, like flights sure. and stuff because because of the holiday season, right? And a little more so, crowded, right? Cuz it's getting closer yeah, it starts to the getting holidays, more right? Yeah. So I would say November, November, November for both for Tokyo and Hong Kong to kind of get the best, I guess. Which would you hit first? <sighs> Hard to say. I'd say probably Tokyo first, um, just because we know Tokyo always starts Christmas at the beginning of November. So you could easily do that. And then if Hong Kong starts their Christmas a little bit later... Then you don't have to worry because you can end in Hong Kong 
and by then you should have um, Christmas should the Christmas event should have started at Hong Kong Disneyland. Mm, I would do. I would go mid November, so that the events already started, or or late November, so the events are bo- started at both parks. I would hit Hong Kong first, and then I would end with a cherry on top at Disney Sea. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I don't think we're making this easy for him, but that's okay. <laughs> you have options. There's options. Yes. You got to choose what's best All for right. you. <laughs> well, hopefully our insight helps somewhat. I hope anyway. Um, and he also submitted a his early Disney, er, earliest Disney memory. Oh, cool. <gasps> What's, what's his... Do you want to read it or do you want you me to read, read it? You can read it. Okay, okay, right. So, I like to share the story of the beginning of my lifelong infatuation with Belle. My first trip to Disneyland happened when I was three years old. I remember vividly that my family was waiting to meet Belle. When it was our turn, the first thing I did was run up to Belle and give the toddler death grip to her leg, <laughs> thinking that if I held on long enough, she'd take me to the Beast's castle. I'm sure since she's a mom, Trish would get a huge kick out of the story. I love it. I love I love that Alex wanted to go to the Beast Castle too, which is kind of awesome. You know. Oh, that's awesome. So maybe maybe Alex that. should go during Halloween and he can see <gasps> the, the Beast's West Wing in the haunted house. Yeah, in Hong Kong. In Hong Kong, Ooh. right? Oh, and also, well, by uh, 2021, the uh, Beating the Beast attraction will be open at Disneyland. Oh my gosh! Okay, here, when, when, in Tokyo. yeah, that's right. The ha- the haunted mansion will have the haunted house would have changed by that time. Okay, never mind. <laughs> but yes, you can go see the Beauty and the Beast attraction here. That's going to be so amazing. Perfect. Yay. Awesome. So, thank you so much for your question and your earliest Disney memory, Alex. That was that's awesome. Thank you so much. Um, if anyone else would like to share, um, well, either a question or your earliest Disney memory, you could do so by sending sending it to us via email, contact at tdrexplorer.com. And we love reading these from you guys. This is so awesome. So, yeah, that's that's it for the show. Halloween. It went by love so it. fast. It did. Um, so make sure to rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. And if you are looking to buy your tickets for Tokyo Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, or Shanghai Disneyland, um, we would appreciate it if you did so through our affiliate Kluke. It helps us keep run or helps us keep the site going and everything like that. Um, I have links in the show notes for you, and it's also all over our website too. It's you know hard to miss. It's really easy um, and to we, use too. Super simple. I love it. And we also have a um, a exclusive discount code, so you can get you can save a little bit of money off your first purchase off of already discounted tickets. So there you go. Um, send us all your questions and suggestions for the show. Contact at tdrexplorer.com. Make sure you tell everybody about us. If you know a Disney fan who is planning a trip to any of the Asia, Asian Disney parks. Well, you know which podcast to tell them to listen to. And you can find everything that we talk about on our website, tdrexplorer.com. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at tdrexplorer and on Facebook, facebook.com slash tdrexplorer. 
I'm one of your hosts, Chris, the chief content editor for TDR Explorer, and I am the one eating all the holiday snacks, well, Halloween snacks, at Tokyo, but apparently I didn't eat, eat any at, in Hong Kong, <laughs> and I feel ashamed for that. I let you all down, but... I was too full. That is my excuse. I'm sticking to it. <laughs> uh, you can find me on my personal Twitter and Instagram at Explore Nelge. And that is Explore N-I-L-G-H-E. And joining, as always, is the beautiful Patricia. Hey, guys. I found some pumpkin spice Kahlua in Japan, which I've never seen oh. before here. I know in the oh States it's old. It's been there forever, but exciting for me i can't drink it it's a thing here you know like i want to i'm gonna buy it though to save it <laughs> and maybe take a sip one day <laughs> one day do you like pumpkin, pumpkin spice chris yes i do oh my god it's so good <laughs> so good okay anyway you guys All right. um keep exploring keep drinking your pumpkin spice while listening to our podcast and check out the website check out everything and we'll see you later All right, until next time, Explorers. Bye.